It's a hot Saturday night in Beverly Hills, California. This is me reading stuff after dark, which was named after Beverly Hills 90210, the later years when the Peach Pit gets a new club called the After Dark. Uh, it's just such a good name for anything. And it generates excitement, doesn't it? This is like, the stars are out, the sun is down, what kind of crazy shit is going to go down? Um, you guys, how's it going? I'm doing well. Not really, actually. Why did I just lie to you? That's not fair. I'm just sitting here, filled with many thoughts and emotions. And my little fingers needed a break from drawing all day, because yes... If you recall, that is still what I do most hours of my day, every day, and I love it, and I'm lucky, and I know that, but remember when I was feeling so cheerful, so strong the other day? That was just, what, two days ago? (laughs) Well, guess what? Guess what, motherfuckers? That changed, okay? So get used to this attitude tonight. It's not a mean-spirited attitude, it's just a kind of weird attitude, Uh, Well, you know what? I think that's kind of always what I have. So if you have listened to me reading stuff in the past, you're used to my my attitudes. So, But I was picked up today by my friend Matthew Sontheimer, dear, dear friend and incredible artist Matthew Sontheimer, who is always informing me of incredible poetry. He knows more about poetry than anyone I know. Um, So he sent me a poem with a couple... A couple of poems, and I'm going to read them for you, and I'm not going to really get into what I love about them that much. I just want to read to you tonight. So this is Osip Mandelstam. He's a Russian poet. He lived 1891 to 1938. You can imagine a Jewish man in Russia while the revolution transpired. Um, He has a very interesting life that you should read about, but I'm not going to, you know, teach you about it right now because I just want to read the poem. Matthew found this in a book called Inside the Rainbow, Russian Children's Literature from 1920 to 1935. And get the subtitle to this book, Beautiful Books, Terrible Times. That is hands down one of the greatest titles I've ever read. God, I'm jealous of that. That's such a good title, isn't it? All right. Sorry to yell. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Let's read this poem. He said he didn't really know the name of this poem. I think it's called To Read Only Children's Books. Well, okay, here we go. To read only children's books, treasure only childish thoughts, throw grown-up things away and arise from deep sorrows. I'm tired to death of life. I accept nothing it can give me. But I love my poor earth because it's the only one I've seen. In a far-off garden I swung, on a simple wooden swing, and I remember dark, tall firs in a hazy fever. Okay, and the second poem, I don't mean to not say anything about that. I really loved that middle stanza. I am tired to death of life. I accept nothing it can give me, but I love my poor earth because it's the only one I've seen. Okay, so now to the other one. This is Don Patterson, who's a Scottish poet and a jazz guitarist. Uh, This is called Wave, and Matthew found this in The New Yorker. This is March 3rd, 2014, issue of The New Yorker. 
For months, I'd moved across the open water like a wheel under its skin, a frictionless and by then almost wholly abstract matter, with nothing in my head beyond the bliss of my own breaking. How the long foreshore would hear my full confession, and I'd drain into the shale till I was filtered pure. There was no way to tell on that bare plain, but I felt my power run down with the miles. And by the time I saw the scattered sails, the painted front and children on the pier, I was no more than a fold in her blue gown, and I knew I was already in the clear. I hit the beach and swept away the town. If you guys are really following this podcast, you know that that's the kind of imagery that makes me <laughs> like a little crazy, makes my blood boil, but not in an anger in just this kind of feverish way, like a really raw, my body feels different when I read shit like this. It reminds me of that, this one, that end reminds me of Heather Crystal. Remember when I read you guys that poem, I Can't Swim, and she says something, I am two million feet tall, and then in the middle of the poem, she lays down on New York City and she eats stars. I think... I'm not going to get into it, but it has something to do with understanding the, the power of the human body. And anytime people spin these kind of gargantuan images on individual human bodies in literature and poetry or in the visual arts, it is... Oh. I don't know what it is, but thank you to everyone who does that. <laughs> I thank you all right now. I really do. All right. I'd like to give it up for my Aunt Patty. She just sent me a $1 bill in my early Halloween card, which was so sweet. My God, I love my family. I love real letters. We all write them still, most of us. And I really love everyone from Nebraska, so let's give it up for Nebraska. That's where I'm from, in case you didn't know. That's where I was born in 1977. Um, I'd like to... Oh, I've been saying too many ums. I wanted to apologize for that. That last episode was about 79% ums, and that's embarrassing to me and tragic, and I'm just really sorry. I want to encourage you guys to look up Matthew's work, Matthew Sontheimer. You will really love his drawings. He is a beautiful human being um, in every single way. I just said um again. Fuck me. Can we all just give me a little bit of a break, though? I'm sorry. I'm going to get better. Sometimes I've got a good radio voice. Sometimes I just sound like a rambling idiot. And sadly, right now, I'm on the idiotic side of the fence. I'd like to encourage everyone to be kind and attentive and keep fighting this good fight. I love you guys. I just threw my notebook. <laughs> Have a great, great night. Thanks for joining me in the afternoon.